0: Hello, this is Dave and you're listening to the SUV Dad podcast and I uh, got a an early start to the uh, the week here on Monday. Got up a little late. And I had my alarm set at 4:30 and I slept through it for about 10 minutes, but I woke up around 4:40, was outside and actually did the first run that I've done in quite a while. I've never really felt better than I feel when I'm consistent about running, just something about just that cardiac efficiency that just feels really good. Kind of a funny way to describe it, but just feel way more energetic when I'm consistent with my running and I've taken a long time off. I do that periodically for whatever reason. I just take some time off and it felt good to get back out running and, uh, did about three miles, nice and easy, and just want to maybe consistently run and, uh, Get ready for for the summer and a lot of the camping we have going on. I'm not sure how far we're going to be able to go on hikes with a five- and a seven-year-old, but want to always be prepared for uh, any sort of adventures we have. And yesterday, for the Cub Scouts, we had our monthly Cub Scout pack hike uh, out in Palos Verdes. It's a beautiful area, beautiful bit of coastline. And last month, we did a longer hike. It was about five miles, and that was definitely a little longer for my son, Yesterday was about a two-mile round trip, which was nice. Uh, we went down to, I believe it was called Abalone Cove. I think there's some area there called like Sacred Cove or something like that. But it's a really beautiful stretch of land right there. There's like this little cave where so the water goes into the cave. And there's a bunch of little tide pools all around the coast there. So all, everyone was going out looking at the tide pools and seeing all sorts of sea anemone in there and seeing some... Sea urchin and crabs and a bunch of shells, so it was kind of a fun little hike. And we spent probably a good solid, I'd say, 30 or 45 minutes, just kind of looking through the tide pools and going over rocks and just kind of like looking through that entire area, which is a lot of fun. Uh, There's a pretty good climb to get back up on top of the bluffs, because obviously to get down to the water you need to, you know, work your way down the bluff and then back up the bluff and obviously going down isn't too difficult but getting back up definitely requires a little more energy so uh my son had a little trouble towards the end there so we were the the last people to finish but we did get to spend a lot of time in the tide pools and he decided to climb up part of the rocks where some of the big kids had climbed up and i uh, just got to do some fun exploring so that felt really good and i really enjoy the uh the cub scout hikes I also had a chance to talk uh, with a father for one of the Cub Scouts who's uh, in Arrow of Light, so he's getting ready to bridge out into Boy Scouts. So we got to talk to him for a little bit and ask him, like, what are some things that I should learn or what's, like, some things I should absolutely know when it comes to Cub Scouts, and he gave me some good feedback. So uh, looking forward to picking up next year. This is our first year, and as I have mentioned before, I'm the den leader for the, the Lion Den for my son's group. And then next year, I uh, just want to get a handle on how we can make sure that the kids are having a great experience. Like the, uh, the father I was talking to, he actually put together the, the camping trip that we're going to do on the 26th. So uh, he said, you know, just go ahead and put some ideas together and they can just be, you know, den specific. But if it's something that is kind of interesting to the entire pack, maybe they get the entire pack to participate so again, lots of good feedback there as I become more and more familiar with the Cub Scouts. And I definitely appreciated having someone who had a lot of experience over the years who could you know, kind of tell me a little bit about how to make the most of it. So we're getting ready for our trip to Joshua Tree. That's going to come up on Friday. And this weekend, I was looking through a couple books to really help me make the most of our trip. Uh, we've been there several times in the past. It's not that far from us. So it's kind of our, our typical kind of when we want to go out camping, we'll usually go to Joshua Tree, just do the location, do the weather. Typically, anytime time between, I don't know, I'd say like maybe like December through April. The weather's always been good. There's only been one time when we were going to stay in the southern, like the Sonoran Desert part of Joshua Tree in December where they got snow. So we ended up not camping on that trip. But every other trip we've been to, the weather's been temperate. It's been really nice. Uh, it's a great area for stargazing. It's a, it's a dark sky area, so you just see tons and tons of stars. There's not a lot of trees there. Like, for instance, we've been to uh, Sequoia and Kings Canyon. Beautiful skies there as well, but there's just so many, like, really big, large trees that it's difficult to get a really clear view of the sky. Uh, definitely not an issue when it comes to Joshua Tree, just because the skies are just so open. So it's one of our favorite places to go. But camping with younger kids over the years... We haven't been able to be as mobile as we uh, could be. And then also we've typically taken my wife's minivan. And now that I have a forerunner, it'll be easier for us to investigate a bunch of different areas. So a couple things that I've been working on that I thought were super helpful, and I'll link these in the show notes. I ended up getting a book called Joshua Tree, The Complete Guide. Uh, it's from James Kaiser. And there are a couple things that I thought were super helpful with this book. Uh, there's a couple... Th- Descriptions of hikes here, and we have younger kids, so understanding what type of hikes would be appropriate you know, maybe like a couple miles at most would be great. There's also some examples here for rock climbing, I'll have more than that in a minute. And then they, there's some really good examples for some four wheel driving courses. So we'll be able to take my four forerunner out and just do some driving, which I think will be kind of more the kids' speed in addition to doing some of the shorter hikes. So, really looking forward to. Getting out and exploring a little bit more than we've done in the past. When we've gone in the past, we've mostly done rock climbing, which we'll definitely do this time, but not too much in the way of hikes just because before my son was like three or four at the time, and now he's almost six. So we should definitely be able to go on some longer hikes, and I would highly recommend this Joshua Tree, The Complete Guide. Really good book, and it's really helped to plan this upcoming trip. And then the other book, I can't remember where I got this from, But this book is called uh, Best Climbs. It's from Falcon Guides. And it's uh, Best Climbs Joshua Tree National Park. uh, The best sport and trad routes in the park. It's from Bob Gaines. And the nice thing about this book is it really breaks things down based on location. It also breaks it down based on the grade of the climb. So obviously we're looking for easier climbs. And there's also a description as far as what type of climb uh, is best or what type of climb you'd be doing in each of these areas, whether it's a sport climb, whether it's a top rope. Lots of really great information here. And I found at least two areas, two crags, if you will, where I think it would be good for us to do our first rock climbing kind of on our own without a guide or anything like that. So I have another book that is uh, much more in-depth, but I think for this particular trip, I'm going to stick with the best guides or the best climbs, Joshua Tree National Park. I really think this is kind of more our speed being more or less beginners. And I found a couple areas that will work out really nicely for us. One thing I've mentioned on other podcasts is I have a static rope, so great for doing natural anchors, tying around boulders and things along those lines. And I haven't really focused on cams too much, but in reading this book, Best Climbs, uh, there's one climb in particular that I'm interested in, and the author mentioned you want to have some like two-inch or three-inch cams. And so looking at the millimeter rankings for the the size of the cams, I ended up getting uh, three of them. So I didn't get like the full set, but I just want to grab a couple of them based on the specific climb. And if that works out, fantastic. If not, then we'll just stick with uh, anchoring to two boulders and just doing natural anchors. But uh, it seems like Joshua Tree is an area where you really do want to have a good set of cams. So I wanted to at least get the ball rolling there and get a few that seemed like they were appropriate for a particular climb that we're likely going to do while we're there so i'm interested in seeing how that goes again i've taken the the traditional anchors course through rei so i know a lot about the cams and i've taken the natural anchors class class and i've taken like the intro to rock climbing and then i did a private class with a friend uh, just a week ago so i feel like i've really done all the training i kind of really need to do and now the big thing is just getting out there and just getting the experience of climbing and Taken a few times of this trip will be a great starting point, and then we have another trip planned in March, and then we've got a long trip plan for for spring break in April. So this will be great for us to kind of really get our feet wet and get everything set up, and then learn kind of what I need, what I have, and then as we plan for our future trips, I can get some additional cams or any other equipment we need. But I feel like we're in a really good place right now when it comes to getting started with rock climbing on our own and not using a guide, which is what we've always done in the past when we've gone to, to Joshua Tree to go rock climbing. So that's pretty much everything I have for today. I still wanna do a video that kind of goes over all the equipment I have for our, our rock climbing. So hopefully I'll do that before we head out. And then obviously have a lot of content from where we're actually out in the park. So looking forward to getting our outdoor adventure starting. We've got, a, I think just about four more days to go. So it's coming up quick. Thanks for listening. Hope you have a great rest of your day, and I'll catch you on the next episode.